what is going on comic fam it's your boy the bearded comic bro and i am joined by comic creator elisa wiki welcome to the show thank you so much for having me <laughs> i am thrilled to have you on the show um if you've been tuning into my channel a couple weeks ago, I had your counterpart, uh, David Barron, on my show talking about a Kickstarter that we're going to talk more about this week because it's so freaking good. We have to talk about it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but before we hop into the Kickstarter, I want to know, how did you get in? How did you get into comics? Is this kind of your first foray into like reading comics, getting into comics, or have you always been a comic fan? How has that kind of started for you? I think I've always been a comic fan. This is my first time drawing comics, uh, drawing a comic, which is kind of interesting to be doing that with such a seasoned vet as as David is. But we we met at a Comic-Con in Phoenix a number of years ago and uh, just kind of became friends on that scene. And, uh, you know, his work is tends to be a lot darker than what we're putting out with this Kickstarter right now. Right. But um, he's always just like told me, he's like, I, I want to do something with you. I don't know what it is. And he and his son, Michael, came up with this great idea. And he immediately called me. I think they they were talking about it over dinner or something. And he immediately called me and was like, Elisa, I have the project. Finally, I have the project and we're going to work on it together. And I'm like, all right, I'm down because his his enthusiasm is infectious to say the least. So um, it's been really exciting to get to do that. I'm not a total stranger to sequential art. I actually have a degree in children's book illustration of all things. Oh, wow. Awesome. Um, but I've never drawn a kid's book either. So, <laughs> but um, it's been, it's been a delight. It's, it's so nice to see the book coming to life. It's, we, there's two more books already planned too that we've been working on. So that's really cool. Um, I have been reading comics for a long time it's kind of hard not to read them when you surround yourself with them. And I have a right. lot of friends that have been doing a lot of comics for a long time too. So it's, it's nice to not just hang out at the edge of the pool anymore. I'm actually getting into like the shallow end. Right. Well, you mentioned, you said uh, you, you and David met at a comic con. So like you naturally, if you're at a con, you're going to be exposed to comics and be around it and, and exactly. start to meet with people exactly. like that. And it was funny because I was going to Comic-Cons a lot, but I was selling work that wasn't comic books, obviously, um, just since I have that illustration background. So I was making my own prints and uh, seeing where that world kind of took me. And it was a nice reason to travel, too, to just be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to drive out of state and uh, work. <laughs> so <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So you you and David got connected, um, like you said, at a con. Um, tell me about your art style, because it is a unique style, and I think it brings such a beautiful essence to the book. So where did you kind of develop your art style? I do think a lot of it comes from my love of children's books and the fact that I did go to school for that. I love whimsy and quirkiness and uh, a little bit of uh, irreverence in my work, I guess, and just the the more misaligned a pupil is, I think it's just 
<laughs> that much more exciting for me to look at. So that's a hundred percent a source of the majority of like where my stylistic inspiration comes from. But it, like I said, I mean, I went to school for children's book illustration. I've never illustrated a kid's book before this one. Cause this one really is like perfect for young adults, uh, children at heart. There's, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's really something for everyone in it. So it's, it's nice to see that kind of comes full circle in my work too. Yeah. So you, you have a degree in children's literature, which is awesome. Cause I don't think I've ever had someone uh, <laughs> on my show with that degree before. Um, and I think that's cool because we all were kids at some point and we all read books and I re- I'm reading to my daughter all the time books and things like that. So that's awesome. And we talked about your art a little bit but let's talk a little bit more. Um, when did you start to get into doing art? Was this something you always did as a kid? Was this something that kind of was like, how did you, how did that art then translate to you going, I want to do, you know, I want to major in children's literature. (laughs) Yeah. Of all things. Um, I, I did a lot of stuff as a kid, but drawing has definitely always been there. I'm just definitely the cliche of I've been drawing my entire life, Mm. but I think that the difference is, is that I was really lucky in that I had people that were willing to encourage me no matter how bad my drawing was. And I think that's one of the most important things is like at a certain point, you either keep practicing because people say, oh, you're really good at that. Or you kind of move on to things like math or science, which very important. And I was okay at those in school, but man, I did not like them. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I very much preferred something where there is no right answer. There's just the answer you like the best. And I feel like that's a hundred percent what art is. So when I was in high school, I got through some higher level math classes, just enough so that I could graduate uh, without having to take more. And my guidance counselor was like, you you should take more math. And I'm like, no, I think I'm gonna go to art school. <laughs> and I, I can still feel that cringe all these years later, but I stuck with it. So jokes on them. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Well, I think, I think how you described art was so beautiful. Um, where you're like, I don't want to have to have the right answer. I just want like what works for me. I know I'm paraphrasing, but like, I think that's, that's such a beautiful thing. Like, you know, all the time as, you know, reviewers of comic books that we have people on our show, it's like, you know, not every piece of art is for everybody, but it doesn't mean it's bad art or anything like that. And that's what I love about that mindset is what clicks for you. And that's kind of what I always like to say too. I'm like, you know, this art wasn't for me, but that's okay because it's probably for someone else. And I think that's a beautiful way to look at that for sure. Exactly. And you know what, there's so many people in the world that, I mean, the hardest thing isn't that making art that people like, because the people like it, it's just finding those people. And I think that's something really cool about Mm. Kickstarter is it opens up a whole another way to get those eyes on your project because you know people don't know that they like it until they see it that's always the thing you you've got to learn about it that's it's like one of the only ways that ignorance is not bliss is (laughs) is there's so much great content in the world and it's just where do you find it the internet is is a blessing and a curse (laughs) well i mean it's it's true because we get so caught up in our bubbles like you know as i I'm doing YouTube videos and stuff. I'm finding 
YouTube creators who do the same content that I do, like that, I've, you know, and haven't discovered in two years and they've got like thousands of subscribers. And I'm like, how do I not know yourself? Like, it's such a vast thing. So it is trying to find, you know, the people who like your style, your art, your whatever, your videos, your writing. It's a beautiful thing. It's yeah. a frustrating thing sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why uh, I really think, especially in a creative field, there is no such thing as success per se, but there mm. is giving up last. <laughs> Man, you're bringing out all the nuggets of gold here, right? <laughs> this is fantastic. So I've beat around the bush enough. We've we've talked about your art a little bit. We, I got to get into the Kickstarter. I've got to get into the Cobblestone Chronicles. Michael versus the babysitter. Wow. Again, I got to read this issue and I absolutely loved it. I, everything you said about it when you were introing it about it's for a kid, it's for a young adult, it's at a kid at heart. Like I'm sitting there reading it. I can see myself as a kid. I can see my kids as a kid. I can see other people I know in different roles. Um, so if someone missed my interview with David and they don't know what the Cobblestone Chronicles is about, what's the pitch for Cobblestone Chronicles? Cobblestone Chronicles is a delightful romp through your childhood where you believed that you could beat the bad guys and you actually can try and beat the bad guys. So I think that is the biggest delight of it is in a world where, you know, a lot of bad things can happen in cobblestone those things get righted mm. and in a fun way and in a way that i think that like while maybe some people uh will think that they see certain twists coming i think that david has done a delightful job in like making you think one thing will happen and then something just a little bit different happens and you're like ah that was that was a really good that was really good <laughs> yeah oh absolutely so when you got the call that david because you had said you met david earlier at cons he liked your stuff you guys got to when he's like i have a project for you um that we want i want to work on with you and he starts sharing the project with you where where was your mind going with like instantly were you like trying to to figure out what you wanted to draw what the characters were going to look like or were you like how did you how did that process go from you of saying david going hey here's what we i want to kind of start to work on to you then taking that to paper uh so well again it was just a random call one night i'm like oh david's calling me i wonder what that's about and he's like alisa i have the project and i'm like all right go, what is this? What's happening? He's And so he runs through it. And I'm like, as he's saying things, he's hitting on points that he really enjoyed that he had written. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I can see that. And, and we sort of immediately started going back and forth on like, oh, well, if that happens, then this could happen. And what if this looked like this? He had some very clear ideas of things that he wanted, but then he was like, so this is what I want put some stuff together. So I did a bunch of character sketches. We were texting back and forth, really bouncing ideas off of each other. And to his credit, like I said, this is my first foray into actually drawing. Uh, I mean, like the book is done, the book is drawn. So to his credit, he was very helpful in like sending me examples of, you know, technical stuff like the files. And, and uh, um, so it, 
it really was a a collaboration and just like a lot of discussion and a lot of me like scribbling things and throwing ideas out and uh, um I think the lovely thing about any sort of story where there's pictures and words together mm. is the words on their own definitely drive the story but then the pictures exist on their own too and so it's almost like two different stories happening at the same time that end up in the same place where it's like the things that can happen in the pictures that aren't written in the words. And it's just like, it really, you need, you need both of them. You need both to really pull it together into a tale. And we, we did, we yeah. did do that. <laughs> and, and it's great. And like you said, like how they complement each other so well, the art and the words, because I think, and this isn't giving away anything. I think there's like a page or two early on in the book. I want to say it was almost two pages, if not even more, where it just is like, like main michael kind of trying to do kid stuff and then like the very next panel is like chores and he's trying to do more kid stuff and so like so there's literally like two pages where there's very little words but you feel that emotion like you can feel the kid's pain as like michael's just like you can like the expression on his face like come like you know like we've been there you've been there as a kid and you've been you know I've been there as a parent like I'm like oh my gosh at both ends those were some of my favorite pages to draw and those were fun too because David's notes were like here's like a list of some ideas but there's a lot of panels to fill and I didn't give you enough ideas to fill these panels so start coming up with stuff that you had to do too so I'm like all right I can come up with some stuff so that was really a delight too where it's like it really again there was just a lot of trust involved between the two of us trust that his words you know would flow across the pages which of course they would because he's a seasoned professional and then also trust that like in the moments where he didn't have specific instructions that I would be inspired enough to come up with something to to move the story along where there weren't words there so yeah, I don't want to give anything away either, right? but there's, those are really good pages. <laughs> so good. And gang, I'm telling you what, I told you two weeks ago in my interview, you've got to go support this Kickstarter. I'm telling you again, it is it is fun through and through. And what, so you said this is kind of your first foray in the comics as in like progressional, you know, storytelling. And, you know, so this is obviously then I'm assuming your first Kickstarter of any yes yeah so, david and i are both kickstarter noobs and so it's been a lot of hard work and it's really exciting to you know see it come to fruition and uh, you know it's nerve-wracking to be part way through it um but it's also really exciting to see the end and like hopefully get to share it with even more people than we thought and hoped that we'd get to share it with so it's <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a lot of sleepless nights, <laughs> right? Well, you your guys's book came recommended to me by a good friend of mine, Rylan Grant, who is a Kickstarter guru with all his comics. So, <laughs> yes, he's been giving so much great guidance, uh, especially before it even launched. He was so great on the the guidance, and uh, David and I got to talk with him on his uh, podcast a little while ago too. So that was really exciting. Um, yeah. He's a great guy. Really? Yeah. yeah, he <clears throat> he's been on the show multiple times, but yeah, uh, that's I, I have to go back and watch that episode. I'm assuming you were on the writer's block, I think is what they call it. Yeah, with him and with him and David. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, that's a that's a great podcast, which gang, you all should watch that too as well. But not talking about that right now. We're talking about Cobblestone Chronicles. So you've said this book is already complete. You get now I I believe you said you have two more in the works or that you're working on, you're thinking of, you're planning. So David, David has the whole world of cobblestone just expanded the instant that he started uh, writing Michael versus the babysitters. So there I'm already working on book two. Uh, That script was already written and uh, David's been like really excited about that. So that's, you know, from start to finish, the first book took, I want to say five months. Okay. Um, which is a pretty good clip. So now that we're already into book two, um, you know, there's nothing that's going to stop us from putting it out too. So it's probably going to be sometime early 2022 that that's going to be ready to go. Um, and then, yeah, there's already a book three in the works and it just gets better and better. Like I, I think each story will stand alone, but I definitely think it's going to be what you would hope a trilogy would be, mm. where it really expands upon itself and builds and gets wilder and wilder. I mean, book two alone is just, I'm really excited about that too. So it's even more important that a lot of people get excited and go support book one because yes. they're going to want to be caught up by the time book two comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I have a little spoiler um, that I was told to ask you. Okay. And I was told that there is a rumor that the whole art was recorded of being done for this book. Yes, there is a time lapse of the entire book. I, I drew and inked, inked the whole thing in Procreate. And I had the time-lapse recording on the whole time. So there is a wild, I think it's like 45 minutes of time-lapse footage of uh, even from not even just the beginning of the first book, but we had put out a little um, holiday mini comic and that is actually captured in the time-lapse too. So it's wild. I think we might be showing some of that on the Kickstarter right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um that's but there's I, so much good stuff on there. So like what what what's some of your so with the Kickstarter tiers and stuff, is there some a tier that like you get really excited about that like you like, hey, I'd recommend this or this is a really cool tier or any of the tiers with the fan club, I think are really cool. There's a secret fan club card with a secret art that you don't see until you actually get your fan club card. And you get a lot of uh, cool stuff shipped to you throughout the like the next year. So wow. I think those are really exciting. And there's also some really great retailer tiers, uh, especially ones for like uh, exclusive covers. So I'm excited to see how many of those um, get snatched up because I'm gonna have a lot of covers to draw. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well and so you said there's a fan club one that like they get stuff like kind of being a part of a fan club sent throughout the year then yeah and i've been designing um a lot of other like special merch that i think people would be really excited that totally obviously ties in with the book and uh, um you know in my own time i 
have designed a lot of different products. So uh, I have a lot of big ideas for what we could be sending with that fan club too. That's awesome. Cause that like, that just like takes me back to like the Christmas story, like with the decoder ring or being in the Burger King kids club when I was a kid. You you have to clip out the coupon to get your x-ray glasses. Yes. I mean, what kid, like you're hitting on all the nostalgia feels here, like, which is fantastic. And it's so stinking good. And what's great about Kickstarter is if you guys are watching this and you already pledged uh, at a different tier and you're hearing some of these others, you're like, oh, I want to maybe bump up my tier. Kickstarter will let you do it, gang. <laughs> yes. And there's also some amazing tiers, another tier that I'm really excited about. I guess I don't know why it is. I must be a workaholic. I'm really excited about all of the tiers that I have to draw for. So you were <laughs> two more stuff. <laughs> Keep me busy, please. Uh, so there's like a, the tier where you can get drawn into the book too. So uh, I would highly recommend that. I don't want to give away what part of the book you're drawn into, but it is well worth it. <laughs> Ooh, I'm I'm excited now. I now I'm gonna want to like I want to look back like who which one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking some time. Um, before I let you go, though, I want to. I want to talk about, I know you have a website uh, that has a lot of your art on it and things like that. Um, what's the best place though for people to kind of follow along with what you're doing and staying connected with what you're creating? I am really lazy when it comes to social media. So I, I just barely started doing like TikTok and things like that. So I still am a little bit old school now in the sense that most of my stuff is on Instagram because it's a visual social media so it makes the most sense to me so my Instagram handle is at Elisa wiki draws things um you can definitely check out my website elisawiki.com um another it's it loops back to my regular website, but it might be easier for some people to remember too. tinyframedthings.com because that's something that I do a lot. I do a lot of miniature artwork. So that kind of <laughs> is another fun foray that maybe I am able to tie in with the fan club in some way. Mm, okay. um, and then definitely, I mean, my name, I think I'm the only person in the world that has it. So I'm not hard to find. <laughs> and I have to ask, because I've been looking at it the entire video, are we going to see some hedgehogs in Cobblestone Chronicles at some point? We very well might, because I he is sleeping right now. I do have a hedgehog, so he I have a model right there ready to go. I might have to sneak in some pineapple somewhere into one of the... Wait, is that your hedgehog's name? Pineapple? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. That is a fun fact, though, like about pets. I will, I will, I don't think it's a spoiler, but I will say there is a cat in the Cobblestone Chronicles. And that cat is modeled off of one of my cats who sadly passed away earlier this mm-hmm. year. Um, so David was really nice in that he was like, well, we can we can memorialize her That's awesome. via this book. So the cat in the book is totally modeled after, after one of my cats. Oh, that's, that's such a nice little tribute then. I, yeah, that's awesome. it made me happy. <laughs> well do you have i know 
I, I hesitate to ask if you have anything else that you're kind of working on because you're just like, uh, I hope everyone gets every single tier where I have to continue to draw things. But do you have other stuff that you're working on besides Cobblestone Chronicles or is there anything else that you can share um, before I let you go? Um, I Cobblestone Chronicles is probably one of the biggest things that I'm focusing okay. on right now because it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we're in the middle of a Kickstarter, so that's super important. Um, but I eat, sleep and breathe art. I've got a, a art day job. I've actually got two art day jobs and then I run my own art business and I'm doing cobblestone. So I'm just all over the place. Um, so I really appreciate getting the chance to sit down and talk to you yeah. and, uh, and then I'll have to get right back to drawing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you're like, we need to wrap this up because I got to draw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Lisa, thank you so much for taking some time. Gang, the Kickstarter is live right now. Go support this Kickstarter. <clears throat> Find a tier that you like. The Kickstarter link's in the description of this video. Uh, Elisa's website's linked in this web. You know, everything that we talked about, all the links are in this video description. Check it out. Click there. Go support it. Um, <clears throat> and thank you so much just for taking some time to talk about comics with me. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. No problem. So with that being said, gang, hopefully you can find some time to curl up, grab a book, and nerd out. Peace.